Welcome back to Off the Bar Podcast alongside Chris, Will, Connor O'Brien, and Michael Figueroa, who has the ugliest Portugal jersey on I've ever seen in my life. We are back on, this is not the road to the World Cup anymore, we are at the here. World Cup. We're, yeah. <laughs> we're deep. We're driving through town. We're, we're deep. Yeah. We're out here in Qatar, drinking non-alcoholic Budweiser's, having a good time. All right. <clears throat> oh, that's oh getting cut. Round of 16. Round of 16. The round of 16 of the World Cup. Um, some interesting matchups. And we are here to talk about them, break them down, and look at the little storylines that have made this World Cup. Yeah, the biggest Some line. people have said that this has been the best group stage they've ever seen. It is the wildest. Well, that's what One of it, the wildest. That's what makes it great. Uh, that's up for debate. Not a single one of our I predictions has been even fifty, even fifty percent right. Correct. All of our brackets are busted. And oh, not yeah. even, not even to the extent of like, oh, we just like flipped first and second. Like most of them mm-hmm. have a team in that made it to the round of sixteen that we straight up did not. Yeah, they're have. straight up around. Yeah. Would you like to talk about the wildest ones so far? What like, are the wildest ones? The wildest ones, like as in my group prediction for the France one. Is it Florida that sings this song? Like when you said that, <laughs> that came into my mind. Go ahead. So basically, like um, like Rafa was saying, most of us got like, <coughs> extremely wrong predictions. Um, for I think the craziest one was how badly I got mine wrong for the France group, where I, I you were so trolling, bro. I was you trying. So first of all, I want to point out that I was trying to put Denmark as first, but I guess I put her as Tunisia. So I put Tunisia and Denmark in out, which they both didn't get out, and then France got out first. And I think who got second? It was Australia. Australia, bro. Yeah, you had Denmark and Tunisia coming out. Yeah, in my defense. Um, Denmark was really good. France had the World Cup curse, so that's the only reason why I said that. You might be the only person only that got both of them wrong. Yeah, yeah, probably. You are. Yes, you are. Like that's not <laughs> a what if. That's straight up. The entire world, too, probably. Yeah, but out of eight groups, there's the only like the most anyone's gotten right is two groups. Really? Oh, well, like Group G is ending right now. Yeah, but we're watching that right now. We are watching now. that live. So if you hear but, a scream, that's why. I don't think there's there's no we're, we're no not ties. that passionate. I have about no these ties teams, to Serbia, Switzerland, or Brazil and uh, Cameroon, so there will be no. If screen. Brazil lose, then Switzerland and Switzerland are, are the winner right now or the tie. I, and Brazil is going. Switzerland's up, but even if Brazil loses, Brazil goes through no matter what. I don't think you're gonna hear me scream. No, Brazil will be second in the group though, and that makes it a lot more interesting. You're not gonna hear me scream. I really I'm hope not, that that does not happen. You I want what? Brazil to get first. Please. I hear lack of passion, guys. We Brazil. need to be screaming and crying. But as we're as we're talking, Group G has Brazil and Switzerland going through. But we're not going to talk about Group G first. We're going to talk about the round of sixteen, like I said. And uh, what a way to kick that off! Then the first, we're going to start with like the left side of the bracket, and then we're going to go to move to the right. But the first um, game, Netherlands versus the United States of soccer. 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 <laughs> Breaking news! Right before we came on this podcast, America's. I'll let you finish system. that sentence. Swear word. Has been cleared to play. <laughs> he will be, hopefully, on the field. But he has been medically cleared to play. Yep. Captain America. LeBron James of soccer. Christian. This might be the farthest an athlete's ever gone for his country. <laughs> he, he, put the, he put more on the line than I think any athlete has ever. Yeah. What has LeBron James done for the U.S.? He's never been hurt. <laughs> but, like, hear me out. Cristiano Ronaldo has kids. Pulisic doesn't yet. Like, there, there's a lot. There's a lot of stake there. Yeah. That's Isn't, a whole generation of adopt. American talent that we just lost. It's possibly. like it's like we lost our best talent. <laughs> I feel like that's like a, the U- this U.S. men's national team is built on like like soccer players' kids. <laughs> <laughs> For sure, the next generation. We have the son of a Ballon d'Or winner, like. And then what? 
Uh, Claudia Reyna. Claudia Reyna's son. <laughs> wow. We have. We're stretching it. All right, all right, all right. All right. Like so, uh, storylines: USA versus the Netherlands, obviously. Uh, FIFA number eighteen versus FIFA number sixteen team. But we all know the FIFA rankings do not matter because look at Belgium. Uh, Eight, I was wah, also right wah, about that. Wah, wah. Shout for me. But um, I think they're from the. Let's. I'll talk about Netherlands first. Mm-hmm. Coming out of the Dutch team. Uh, which is annoying, brother. Netherlands, but they're also Holland, and then if you're from there, you're Dutch. Um, yeah, I don't. They're so indecisive. And that's why they're going to lose the game. I don't get they're it. So indecisive. Why would they do that? Pick a name. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. That's why they're going to lose. <laughs> Looking at the Dutch team, though, um, I think there are two. Well, three things I want to talk about. Well, four. So five, we ain't got six, time seven, for five, six, seven. Uh, eight listen, eight bro, listen, listen. These are. I'll run through them really fast. All right, go. Starting from the back, do you think the U.S. Messengers team can score on a back line that would probably be uh, Jalen Timber, Van Dyke, Nathan Ake? I don't get Why is the Lick not playing? I, I honestly don't know. Makes no sense. Like um, yeah. Point is, one of the biggest storylines is can the U.S. score past a Dutch team that is really solid defensively? Um, yeah, I think the U.S. has been able to dominate most teams they've played against in the midfield, and that's been like the highlight of the U.S. team. It's not been the attack. It's been McKenney, Adams, and Musa. But will they be able to do that against Frankie de Jong, Mar- Martin Deroon, Denzel Dumfries? Daily Blinders, eh. But the U.S. will probably be outnumbered in the midfield. And then up top, we know the Netherlands are not the highest scoring team, but... Cody Gakpo has come along to like change that in three group stage games. He scored in each one of them. He has three goals. He's tied for first place in goal Fan- scored in the tournament. Fantastic. He's some might say the young player of the tournament. Some might say. <laughs> you predicted him as a young player of the tournament. And I, I think I think that was a really good shout. But shout can to the Alex. US stop what is probably the biggest test they've had so far? Do you guys think that the that the US can score on the Netherlands? I think we can. Yes. I don't. I haven't seen enough yet. Do you think the U.S. Mexico team defense could stop Cody Gakpo? Yes, we could. Yeah, because yes. he's like, to me right now, he's the only guy we really have to worry about. And yeah, Anthony Robinson attacking has not been as dangerous as it can be. Mm-hmm. I have loved Serginho Dest going up, though. I think Serginho Dest has been extremely good on the ball going up and attacking. And he's done a wonderful job tracking back as well, <clears throat> in my opinion. He has been probably the most surprising like U.S. player for me so far because I really didn't expect like I expected the like the crossing I didn't expect like the awesome dribbling and how aggressive he's been and also how much we've used him too. But yeah. also, like, do you feel like you'd say all this if he great. didn't get the assist against Iran? Yeah, he's yeah. been playing pretty. He's been great defensively yeah. too. Yeah. yeah. It I'm makes not, not going to say anything about it. I have nothing to say about it other than the fact that that'll just get it'll get tested. The further the U.S. Yeah. go in this tournament. Don't get tasted. Don't yeah, get yeah. tasted. We're, we're I've right, seen Sergio Des play for uh, maybe he's different in the U.S. I've seen him play for Barca. But you think the last that... thing that you want is Cody Gakpo and Memphis Depay, because there were a couple times that Iran had the ball and I was like Sergio Des is like thirty yards not where he's supposed to be. If they hit him on that side of the field, they're gonna get him, and they they would just never be able to. Um, Get, and I think, but I think, a, I think a lot of that has to do with the work rate of the United States midfield to yeah. prevent those quick transitions. So yeah. I think it helps him a lot that Adams <clears throat> is literally all over the place to at of least course. slow that down, even like a half a second or so, so that he's able to track back. But I think one, that's where the U.S. Uh, is we have to well. realize that one thing is Iran trying to hit you on the counter, and the other thing is Frankie De Young. Oh, definitely, getting, definitely getting Tyler Adams and perhaps Weston McKinney off him. 
looking up, Cody Gakpo and Memphis Depay making. But I think I think the good thing for the U.S. is that they've at least been battle tested against a midfield of <clears throat> Bellingham, Declan Rice, Mason Mount. Like it's not, it's not like they're going from Iran, Wales, in some other bad midfield. Yeah. To all of a sudden they're playing against. And the Adams also played fantastic against England. He was like locking down a bunch of these like extremely pacey. Yeah. Like Adams has been, Adams has been great. Definitely he's like my player, the best player yeah, of the tournament, tournament for United States. Yeah. In I my think opinion. if you're doing like a team of the tournament, I think he gets in. Who? Adams. Adams. I think he gets no. in for his importance to the team. I, it, obviously, statistically, he doesn't. I mean, the U.S. hasn't scored, so he doesn't have like a goal and assist to like add on to that. But I think his work rate and his importance in terms of and what he offers to the U.S. and how important he's been to the U.S., absolutely. I think he's probably one of the most important players for a single team in the tournament. I agree with that, but I think the U.S. will have to make it to the semifinal for you to have him in the oh, in a, yeah, yeah, yeah. World yeah. Cup I, I think that's true. I'm just saying, like, right now, if I have to pick one, I think yeah. I'd put Adams in. I wouldn't. I think a big factor in this match we're not talking about is going to be substitutions. I feel like Brahalter has been making very poor decisions. Shaq Moore touching the field is a crime against humanity. I, if he wants, yes, like, yeah, RB4 for, I personally feel that we're playing, when we're playing against England, he should have made attacking subs earlier in the match to change the pace of the match, especially especially with Wales, too. And Wales, he was not willing to put in people like Aronson. Or, he didn't put Reyna at it at all. He should have put Aronson in a little bit earlier. Like, he's making subs in the seventieth late 70th minute. We shouldn't be, like, seeking for a goal that late, in my opinion. So the one thing I'll say about the late subs, and it's another thing to consider, is just how much extra time has been getting added to some of these games. So, like, think about that 70th minute sub being equivalent to, like, a 65th minute sub or a 60th minute sub. Just because games have had 10, 15 minutes of extra time based on what's happened. Um but I agree, Aronson getting in sooner. Sometimes it's just a little bit hard because it's like, who do you take out? Because, like, mm-hmm. Wea has scored for us in this tournament. So it's like, and you're not going to sub out Pulisic. So it's like, what do you do? So what are your what are your predictions? 1-0, I think Netherlands wins it. Um, but I think it's a good game. I think it's a good 1-0 game. I'm going to agree with that uh, simply based off the fact that you beat Iran, what, 1-0? 1-0. And it was a long ball from McKinney headed down by Sergio Des, and Pulisic was there. You didn't run through them, which you should have. You didn't play through them, which you should have. And I think it will just get that much harder when it's a former Ballon d'Or finalist in Van Dyke that you have to try to score against. Nathan Ake is no joke either. Um, I think the league should be starting, but I I doubt he will because he hasn't been in the tournament. I think Frankie de Jong's role might be more highlighted. Like We're highlighting highlighting it more than it might be in the actual game. Mm-hmm. I can easily see the U.S. pinning pinning Netherlands back, and I th- think that's the only way that you'll beat them. But I don't think I don't think Netherlands will have possession on you. But if they do, they will beat you. But I don't think they will. Um, but even beyond all that, I think that they have difference makers one v one where they could take on your entire back line. And if you plan to play with the full backs all the way up, how you did against Iran with Sergio Des and Anthony Robinson they'll be smart enough and they'll have the quality to get that ball and whereas Iran was just trying to find Taremi like praying to God they'll find they'll find Memphis Depay and Memphis Depay will take whoever is on him and probably destroy them and but I could easily see like the US could win this game very very possible it's a very it's close really match. possible if you you Shinnick won early especially I just think if you get pinned back you, you're done I agree yeah 1000% what, you what about you guys I mean I'm feeling uh, I'm flipped with that US 1-0 I think, uh, and I think it will come down to. Uh, there's a report about the Netherlands, most of the team having the flu. 
Uh, Frankie's got the flu. That's confirmed, uh, which does scare Frankie the young uh, flu game does scare me a little bit, <laughs> but I'm kind of, I think just, I think our biggest strength is uh, matches up with their biggest weakness. And I think we're going to be able to exploit that. And I, what I've seen <clears throat> of the defense so far, I know, like you said, we haven't really been tested against these like pacey guys, but like we watched Anthony Robinson, like lockdown Bukai Osaka. That's indisputable. We watch like we watch like Raheem Sterling not be able to do anything. Like Mount, who's pacey. Like Harry Kane in the box couldn't do anything. I'm not saying he's like a pacey guy, but he can punch through. And like I know Gakko's probably the uh, maybe outside of Mbappe, like the most informed attacker at the World Cup right now. But he's mm-hmm. like uh, overall, he's like I get he's having a great season, but like he's not on the level of like yet because I think he will get there of like those other like England attackers. So he doesn't scare me the same way that like they do, and I think it's like kind of up to him to score because that's what it's been for the Netherlands so far. It's up to him, like to Gakpo to score. We lock down Gakpo, like who else is going to come on? So in my opinion, like it's still going to be tight. It's going to be close. I do think at their best, the Netherlands is a better team than the United States. But I think tomorrow when the game happens, they're not one zero USA. Fair, Michael. Okay. Um, I'm going to be a little bit bold on mine. <laughs> <laughs> So um, I'm going to go back to Rafa saying that I feel like teams were being a little bit more conservative during the group stages because they were more worried about trying to leave the result, which is why Brian Halter played very, very defensive, I think, against Wales and against England because he's like, I want a, a tie is a point, and all we need to do is beat Iran. I feel like the United States was more um, was more confident in their chances to beat Iran. Um, because of that, I feel like they're going to be playing more offensively, which I think could be a bad thing and a good thing which is why I have a high-scoring game of a 3-2, um, and I have USA winning in extra time. I feel like it's going to be probably an early goal from the Netherlands. The United States can take the lead, and then the Netherlands are going to like, tie, and then I think in extra time, that's when the U.S. will take it with an extra goal. Damn. Yeah. But um, let's Moving move on to on. this other game. Oh, that took a little minute. But yeah. let's let's move on to the other game in that um, branch, let's call it, Australia versus Argentina. Um I'm gonna let Connor be the one that gives the Socceroos uh, a bit of a boost. I'm gonna absolutely destroy them right here. Socceroos. Um, those guys may have seen rattlesnakes. They may have seen great white sharks. They may have seen tarantulas. Whatever you want to say. Back in Australia, they have never seen a player like Messi. Um, it's just too much, too much quality in one player. Can they beat them? Sure, bro. I'm not. I'm not. Every game in this World Cup is yes. The other team could definitely beat them because yeah. we've Cup. already seen it. It's not even that it's a World Cup. It's this World Cup. Anyone could beat anyone. Anyone can lose to anyone. Can they do it? Sure. Do I think they're going to do it? No. I think the narrative when it comes to Argentina is too strong. I think the players from Argentina are too strong. They, they've found within the tournament players that they like better than the ones that they came in with, like Enzo Fernandez, even Julian Alvarez. Alvarez been fantastic. McAllister scored for them last game. Like, I think they're starting to feel themselves a little bit. Yeah. I wouldn't go that far because even if they beat Australia, you know, it, they're going to know that it's Australia. <laughs> yeah, so but they, they, they are coming, gonna, you, they are coming like off a, the low of losing to Saudi Arabia and uh, they have bounced back better yeah, than I expected. For sure, them to but be, if yeah. they beat Australia, they're going to they're gonna be like, we can't. This is like, we, we can't get our hopes. Like, we're not there yet. It's crazy because they could beat Australia, end up playing the U.S., maybe, and beat the U.S., and they'll face like a semifinal of like Brazil, and they would have never even prepared the entire tournament for a team like Brazil. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, that's crazy. But to me, this is uh, pretty simple, pretty straightforward. Too much quality when it comes to um, Argentina and Australia. But shout out to Australia for even making it to the round of sixteen because yeah. I did not think they could do it. But to me, this is just too much. I don't remember what I told you was my prediction, but I'll just go like off the top of my head. I think it was Denmark. I think, I think it's 
No, yeah. I mean score for this game. Oh, yeah. no, I think I'm gonna go two zero for Argentina. Yeah, was that? So yeah, was two zero. Yeah. All right. Yeah, I'm going four uh, one Argentina. I think uh, Argentina has the ability to score, but as we've seen, Australia has they put a goal on France and kind of sent them for a shock. France came back and won, I believe, four one. So I'm gonna stick with that scoreline. I mean, to make a college football analogy, uh, when Ohio State only wins by, like, three or four or five or whatever, and then the next week, like, Ryan Day goes, oh, we need a beat-up game because we play Michigan in two weeks, and they go win by 50. This is, like, to me, I know what I have on the graphic, <clears throat> but, like, this needs to be the beat-up game for Argentina to be a contender the rest of the World Cup. I think Argentina 4-1. As someone who's hatefully watched Argentina for years, um... I do say this is probably their best squad they've had for a while in the World Cup. Um, this is their best chance to win it, and I do think they're going to men- make it to the semifinals for sure. Um, with that being said, though, my issue is I think Argentina, once again, to round 16, um, don't take their competition too seriously. I feel like they're going to underestimate Australia. I think they're going to beat Australia, but I don't think they're going to beat them by as much as they should. I think it's going to be a 1-0 game. That is pretty uh, outrageous. <laughs> but... Anything can happen. Like moving I said, on moving on to... Other outrageous results. Yeah, moving, <laughs> moving on to the other branch. On this side of the bracket, we're talking about Japan versus Croatia. Um, what? <laughs> what? How did Japan get here? I mean, to be fair, they made it to, what, the quarterfinal against Belgium last year? Yeah. Last, yeah, last year. World, last yeah, rotation yeah. of the World Cup? Yes. Um, they almost beat Belgium. But you were they almost beat Belgium. broken about. Bro, they punched Spain in the mouth. <laughs> oh my god, it was flat they out. They punched it was, Spain in that. It's embarrassing. It's crazy because Spain got off to a really good start. They usually struggle scoring. Marta scored like 20th minute. And boom. Yeah. Like babied them. Across, no one like he, no one was even dunked on them. No yeah, pace in defense. Literally dunked no on them. Pace Emphatic, in defense, bro. bro. And then boom. It was their super subs too. And then there was a brief moment where the world yeah, thought that yeah. Costa Rica and Japan were going through. Oh Kaylor Navas, bro. Did you see the save that he made against Fulkrog when he... They, Germany was about to go up 3-2 the first time. Yeah. Jesus Christ, bro. I just want to say to the camera, Germany, you ruined the fun, and I dislike you for that. Taylor Navas is a beast. He's better than Donnarumma. Yeah. <laughs> but, That's all for um, looking no, at the camera. That group was insane. That has to be the, the craziest group. That was definitely the craziest group. That was the craziest group. group. How, how a team goes from losing 7-0 to then beating Japan, and then Japan beats the team that beat that team 7-0, and then there's just Germany. It just... <laughs> Spain gets through in goal difference. That's what happens when you win your first game by a lot. They destroyed Costa Rica first game. And that, that picture of Kai Havertz with the trophy or, or like the best I mean, he did ball out. How did, how did that make you feel as a Chelsea fan? Uh, I just, it makes me so mad to see him play so good for Germany. And then he just shows up to Chelsea training and he's like, I'm just here on vibes. <laughs> Speed run it. I like Croatia a lot. I love Luka Modric, but it's not going to happen. Japan's going to win this game. Whoa. Japan's going to win this game. I didn't see that coming. And they're going to win it 3-1. Whoa, I did not see that one coming either. <laughs> I have a 2-1 uh, Japan over Croatia. But I think I think this is going to be a really good game. They have so much momentum. Really good Croatia's game. not going to be able to hold them. Oof, what about you, Connor? I think I am feeling the same figure as Chris, 2-1 Japan. I think, like, I was impressed by what I saw with Croatia, and Japan has really impressed me, so I'm, I'm full in Japan. I'm going to go the other way. I'm going to say it's Okay, I was going to say, please pick Croatia so we're not completely... Like, I was yeah, we, can't, we, can't do the, we can't do the graphic thing where we all have the same <laughs> we're team, all and then, like... Now Japan will get lose like four one. I'm yeah. always the odd one now. I'm gonna say it's gonna be Croatia. Um, they yeah played... because you said Luka Modric is the best midfielder to ever play the game. Yes, thank you. Out of your mind, he's the best one I've ever. You're seen. Out of your mind, I've ever seen. You're out of your mind. That's my opinion, man. Bro's never seen Jorginho play. 
<laughs> South Korea or just Korea because it's obviously not North Korea. Uh, I don't it get why we have to. Why do people say South Korea? If, people say Korea. If it's just say Korea, you know, we know it's South Korea. North Korea has. If you say South World Korea, Cup. we're gonna think that you are North Korean. So, 85th minute of these games, it's looking like Brazil would be the G winner. Yes. Yeah. So, let's, say, let's just say, like, for your posterity's sake, like, yeah. it would be Brazil versus South Korea. Yeah. Brazil. 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 <laughs> uh, there's no point in wasting time. Brazil. Brazil. Uh, 2 0. I'm going to go Brazil 3 1. Oh, what about you, Connor? I'm also going to say 3 1, and uh, Sonny's going to get himself a little goal. We'll, we'll oh, ch- we'll good dink, for him. We'll dink over Allison. Good for him. I'm yeah. gonna say three two. Brazil's gonna have a three one lead, and in the last minute, they're just gonna get another goal. You just goal, think everything's mayhem, bro. I want ma- this, this World, World Cup, Cup has, has been, been mayhem. mayhem. <laughs> everything's crazy. So at the same time, that was pretty cool. That was pretty. Cool. Yeah, <laughs> that was pretty good. Yeah, it's been mayhem this tournament. So I think it's gonna be mayhem in that <clears> game, <throat> but I think Brazil are gonna be comfortable winning it, a three two win. But it's gonna be like they have the three one lead, and then Korea scores another one. They're like, are they gonna do it? And it's, it's too late. They're not gonna do it. <laughs> they're not gonna do it. Go on, bro. I'm, right. I'm all for these storylines. Moving over to the other side of the bracket, the last. What is it? Eight teams. Eight teams. England, Senegal. England. It's is it coming home, guys? Is no. it? Is it? Absolutely not. No, there but it's but it's at least making it past this round. <laughs> Coming. Technically speaking, the, the home of the World Cup is Brazil. <laughs> I mean, the thing with England though is they give them hope before they are like we're gonna have a disaster class and, and they just for no reason. No, it depends if you. So they're gonna they're gonna go beat Senegal. They're gonna so beat you Senegal. Go out there talking about some. Oh, I want to start Mason Mount and Raheem Sterling. Like, of course you. you no, know, like, needs to start Like, but Mount should start. He's the most completed dribbles on the team. He, despite not having. <laughs> Who's playing? Mount should no, start because he blinks twice a minute. Like, <laughs> some weird stat. He has that the most completed dribbles on the squad. He's moving the ball around well. I know he doesn't have the goal contributions yet, but he's been good in that spot. And that's for it. Bro. Jesus. Christ. I'm going to read through my lineup, and you tell me if, if you okay. wouldn't do this. Right? No one cares who plays on goal. It's going to be picked for not. It will be picked for no yeah, matter it's what. Be, which, who cares? Even though it shouldn't be. But. Luke Shaw. Okay. Harry Maguire. Yeah. Who's playing center back? Who's played great? Yeah. Who's playing center back next to him? Stones. Stones, Keep it that way. Uh, Trippier. I don't care. It could be Walker if you want, but there's literally no point. I mean, you're going to have to play Ismail Asar, who's going to be playing left wing. I would put Walker. Mm -hmm. But it could be Trippier. Yeah. I would put Walker. Bellingham, Declan Rice. I would go Jordan Henderson. Okay. Phil Foden, Harry Kane, Saka, and then I would sub Rashford in. So you're playing a four three three, not a four two three one. Like no, been okay. no real teams play anything other that's not four three three or something with three at the back. You, you play four two three one, you are going to lose. I disagree. Back, predictions, so predictions, predictions, predictions. Three zero, England wins. I zero. zero, England. I think four one. Senegal. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Senegal. He needs one Senegal goal. Three's up. I think all three goals from England were to come in the second half. It's going to be 1-1 one, one until the second half. Harry Kane's going to get a penalty. And like two subs and that's it. France, Poland. France. France, 3-2. Oui, oui. Three, 3-2. Louis. I mean, Louis, we have yet to see like Lewandowski really take over. Because he's not. Because he just straight up can't. He just won't. Like Dude, the you sh- said, you're just not going you're, to. You're like Louis. <laughs> Louis. I'm like. <laughs> Louis Dowski? I was like, Louis Van Gaal? Like, what? Lewandowski. What are you talking about? Uh, Louis Dowski. I think he, I think he <laughs> has got himself a brace. No. He, he messed around. Dude, this France team is hurt. 
he gets a brace. But I think the three two is a comfortable three two. I don't think this is like a stressful three two for France. What's a comfortable three two? It's like, it's like you know, they're in control. Game. I mean, they're in control the whole time. Louis just like taps two in somewhere. It's like what I mentioned earlier about Portugal. That's not. It's not like this like consistent pressure game. It's like they like like. <laughs> I get what he means about a comfortable you know three two. You know it's when you have like, like Pol- they score like at the Pol- end. Like Poland gets like two chances. Like and they're they comfortable and then chances. experience extreme <laughs> uncomfortableness. <laughs> like, like this is the last it'll second. Be th- like it'll be, th- it'll be th- too late. <laughs> like what's more comfortable? It'll be like three two. But France if we like score two scattered goals, or if <laughs> we just <laughs> rail you in the last minute, so that you are. Your entire country is on the top of the Eiffel Tower waiting to jump off if we score again. I mean, like I feel like France will have like fifteen shots on goal and like. Poland will have two, but they'll score both. That's what I mean. It'll be like 70-30% possession. Like, Listen, bro. No chance. They haven't scored all tournament. They're not going to score against France. I got France. Listen. Man, I got France too. We'll, we'll see. We'll see. It's crazy World Cup. Uh, Australia scored on France. I'm going to go 3-0. I got 3-2, so. 3-1. That's being nice. I can see 3-0. 4-1. Morocco, Spain. I'm going I was Morocco. tempted with four one. Morocco, but I'd Spain. Already Morocco? Morocco, Spain. I'm going Morocco. There's no shot Spain's winning this game. I'm, I'm no gonna have like shot. a Michael stat line for this. They're gonna poop themselves. We need the Michael stat. Line. I mean, it's like getting, I'm, I'm gonna have like an elaborate story to the game. Like, Three two. They're Morocco. going to pen, like they're going to pens. It's gonna be one one. Nah. If they go to pens, they're both Spain scoring an extra time. So it's gonna be two two. If they go to penalties, Spain will win. So I think it's gonna look up like that. The ghost of um, Thomas Tuchel comes down and yeah. it's like score the goal. Hakim Ziyech out of nowhere, game winning pen. Morocco goes home. You know what? I'm gonna say it. Morocco's gonna win. Thank you. That's it. I think Morocco. I think Morocco's gonna win because Spain's coming off a, a loss that when they got punched in the mouth, like I said earlier, <laughs> Morocco is. They got first place in their group for a reason. I mean, they are playing really, really, really well, and they just have to win a midfield battle against, like you said, Sergio Busquets, who I don't think is that good, and that's mm-hmm. the problem. It's not that the center backs are slow. You could have slow center backs. It's just if your midfield is losing the ball at midfield, which is what Sergio Busquets is a god of, then you're getting countered not from the opposing team's back line, but from midfield. And that's like the easiest thing in the world, especially when you have guys like Hakimi who can run like crazy. You got you have like Hakim Ziyech who could pick out a pass. And um, yeah, I just don't think Spain, like you said, I don't think they're favorites in this World Cup. I think they have the players to be favorites in this World Cup, mm-hmm. but the coach has clear favorites as to who he plays. And it's, it's um, it was apparent when he picked the team. Yeah. yeah. So with that being said, I'm going 2-1. I think I said an earlier prediction, but I'm going to go 2-1. Um, Morocco for the win. I agree. I'm going to do a... I'm actually going to go a little bit pausier. I'm going to say a 1-0 win for Morocco. Well, I, say, I feel like Saxon. it's just still... It's like Morocco and Pens. Ooh. No. I think if it gets to penalties, love... Spain will definitely No, I, bro, I, I so. also, Ziyech is going to bomb one from somewhere. <laughs> He's been on it. Like, he, he got a goal for no, like, he just got, like, a way open goal. Belgium made a huge mistake. He needs that confidence. And when he has, he's one of those players, like, when he has confidence, like, he's amazing. He's just going to bomb one in. Who does, who does Ziyech play for again? Like, club? Uh, Chelsea U21. <laughs> Chelsea B. Who's Chelsea no play? You know, despite everything... That you guys have laid out about mm-hmm. how, you know, Spain sucks. Morocco is actually pretty good. <laughs> I still think Spain pulls this round out. Fair enough. I think 2-1. Spain pulls mm-hmm. it out. 
Do you think if Morocco ends up being them, how far would they make it? How far could Morocco make it? Yeah. Will they be the, the next Croatia? Can we see them go that far? <clears throat> I mean... Surprise everybody? I mean, yeah. I mean, anyone can make it anywhere, in my opinion. Like, if Morocco beats Spain, they can certainly beat, what, Portugal or Switzerland? Except the U.S. to the final. I will not take that. <laughs> okay. They'd have to beat Argentina and Brazil. There are, certain, not, there are certain walls, but the walls are much further than they probably should be. As of no, now. Rafa will not impose this glass ceiling on the U.S. men's national team. All the but we will go as far as we can. Yeah. You believe that you can win? I do. We are Seattle. Moving on to the last round of 16 game, Portugal versus what seems like will be Switzerland. Wait, yes. It might be confirmed right now. Let's see. Yeah, they're about to It will be Switzerland. It's like it's confirmed. Um, it's the nice Michael's the I, th- I have Portugal. I have Portugal in the final. Um, Ooh, so yeah. I'm gonna say that they're gonna be Switzerland. I think that the Swiss team is really good. Obviously, they just beat Serbia three two in a really good game, and they're gonna be coming off that high. But I think that hopefully, and maybe I'm saying this as a fan, Cristiano Ronaldo, when it comes to knockout games, is probably the best player I've ever seen in my life. Um, is he still the same Ronaldo? No, but mm-hmm. his Portugal is better than the Portugal that he's ever, <laughs> the, any Portugal he's ever had. Uh, we're talking about Bruno, Bernardo Silva, Rafael Leal. Like, Nun Manj is out, but Joao Cancelo is there. You have a really, really, really stacked team. Even their depth is good. Like, their bench is good. So, the, this Swiss game is actually, like, playing Switzerland is going to be tougher than no, perhaps all the other games. In, in their side of the bracket. Like, I think England has a better chance against Senegal. France has a better oh. chance against Poland. That Morocco-Spain game is pretty tight for both of them. But in yeah. terms of, like, a favorite versus a clear underdog, which I think we could say Portugal will be a clear favorite and Switzerland would be the clear underdog, this is a really tough game for, for a Portugal that loves nothing more than just not performing as well as they should. Yes. That's true. Making it a lot closer than it needs to be, which With is that, why yeah. I think that... I don't think I don't see this being any more than like a one goal margin. So I'm okay. going with two one. Uh, Portugal wins. Ooh, that's not that's not. Crazy. I'm gonna have Portugal winning. I just I can't. Scorelines is not coming. It's not that clear to me. Got I think it. I think this will be the the round of sixteen game that goes to, to penalties. Hmm? If there was one that yeah, like I had to pick a single game, like you're putting your money down on that one to go to penalties. It would be this one because I feel like Switzerland always finds a way to get to penalties and put it in Jan Sommer's hands. I think it'll be 1-1 to penalties. It'll be interesting to see what happens with Cristiano Ronaldo because he's been getting subbed out in the 70th minute. And uh, and looking what happens when you play bench. 120 minutes? Do you keep Cristiano Ronaldo the entire time because, you know, he can change the game with just a cross? Or, and you definitely Speaking of PKs for uh, Portugal. <laughs> and Fine. having Bruno Fernandes and Cristiano Ronaldo taking penalties is a huge plus. Yeah. <laughs> um, I mean, that's a that's a pretty fire penalty. You have two amazing penalty takers. Yeah, yeah, uh, sure. It's you crazy. Have, you have, you have yeah. Cristiano Ronaldo, the best penalty taker probably ever, and then Bruno Fernandez. Bruno Fernandez, who's a good player. I mean, He's fantastic. Listen, this tournament. The stats don't. <laughs> what stats? I don't think I've ever been yelled at in any form in my life more than when I entered the group chat this week was... and said Bruno Fernandez statistically is a better goal, better penalty taker than Ronaldo. No, you started off with well, I started Bruno off should is. be taking the penalties over Cristiano Ronaldo. I still believe and we were that. like respectfully, Connor. Respectfully, wait a second. When you said that, I hated you. <laughs> no, I, I honestly, I I understand. I understand where you guys are coming from. <laughs> I just think ninety percent is a better number than eighty six. 
is are we or what was it, 84 okay it was 86 it was, was it a 86? four it was a four percent difference despite ronaldo having over 100 more made penalties well what number is higher gentlemen listen bro anthony richardson's a better quarterback than patrick mahomes because anthony richardson has obviously thrown more touchdowns in florida all right point is uh predictions for me is one one um full time i think that it will be four three on penalties three two portugal i think it's gonna be a three one portugal but here's my thing. I just want to point out, Rafa, you said that Port Ronaldo is always great in the clutch and knockout games. Um, this is the last World oh Cup boy. that Messi and Ronaldo have to actually score in the knockout stage. They have yet to score in a World Cup knockout stage. Ronaldo has been in five. Messi has been, I believe, in four. And they have not done it. So if they don't do it in this one, I, I don't know. Yeah, like when those, I said that, I was thinking of Cristiano Ronaldo in Champions League. Real Madrid knockout Cristiano Ronaldo. Yeah. yeah, I do think this is also a legacy World Cup for Ronaldo, particularly. Like he kind of like based on like where his perceptions at right now, and like that he has to go to like the Middle East to play now. Possibly though, it's possibly. a very strong. I mean, Al Nassar allegedly is dropping a bag, and that's a bag that's hard to turn down, based on the figure I saw. Yeah, but do you think he really wants to be like? Yeah, I don't I'm think so, he wants to, but I think his bank account. Wants I'm so. Him to. What bank account struggles does he have? Bro, it's hard to turn down uh, allegedly two hundred million. Easy, you go like I'm Cristiano Ronaldo. I'm not gonna go to Saudi Arabia, bro. bro that's <laughs> that's like generational wealth. If he wants to live like, if he wants like his grandchildren to live, he like, already has listen, generational listen, wealth. He's no, I know, but like they player. can pull out the level. Like, let's not get off the rails here. We've been off the rails. We've been off the bar. And to that, we say good night. <laughs> that's what we got. We got good night. This one. Dun 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 dun. Just to close off, if I get this correctly. Um, <clears throat> the consensus is that we're looking at a quarterfinals of, well, we're 50-50 on Netherlands USA, but let's say USA goes through just because we are standing on US soil and we don't want to get nuked. America. US versus Argentina, Japan versus, what is it, Brazil? Brazil. Japan versus Brazil, England versus France, Morocco versus Portugal. Mm-hmm. Mm. That's fun. Yeah. The United States and Morocco and Japan are in the World Cup quarterfinals. Possibly. Yeah. That is crazy. I mean, and I would imagine one. one of them will make it to the semifinal. I don't think I don't think Morocco makes it past Portugal. I don't Japan versus Brazil could be the one. I don't know. Oh, I, don't think I, so. I mean if Neymar, if Neymar, if Neymar doesn't play. Japan versus Brazil has an easier chance than say, Argentina versus US, bro. I don't know. I'm man. gonna say low key, if Neymar doesn't play the whole game. Based on what Neymar, based on Neymar the, is just not Neymar is based on nothing, the what no dude. look at how they played without him. No, 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 no. Look at the, the lineup they brought out today. Look at the lineup they brought out today. I know they played like Brazil B Brazil C, bro. Let's play let's play Danny Alves, who's like ninety years old at this point. Play Brazil C. He's a legend, bro. He's a legend. He's a legend. legend bro. He's he, one of the greatest bro, right backs to ever play the game. Put I'm in sorry, a shift buddy. against like Danny Alves Cameroon. is the greatest right back to play the game. He's not one of. He is the greatest. I'm sorry, have you ever heard of a guy called Serginho Dest? <laughs> bro, Serginho right? Dest got booted out of Barcelona. He's about to get booted out. Of- well, he Serginho did get booted out of Barcelona. He plays Barcelona for AC Milan. got booted out of the Champions League. What's your point? <laughs> and so didn't AC Milan get knocked out for out of club? Yeah, he did. He's been like. I think he's been knocked out like three times in a row. Serginho Dest wasn't even good to be Dutch, so he decided to be American. And the pod right. Well, they did offer him a spot. He probably <laughs> would be starting in Holland. <laughs> He'd be starting the Dutch Point is, game. point is, Portugal to the crib. Okay. Christian Ronaldo. Portugal to the crib. Sui. I, I mean, they don't really have to play another hard team until like France. Hmm. If France makes it. If 
If France makes it, France or England. I think this, England could definitely beat France. This whole World Cup is a giant. I mean, based yeah. on what I've seen so far, I do kind of think like France is going to break the World Cup curse. No. All right. All right. Uh, and All right. <laughs> All right. There you go. I'll see you next week. I think Dude, it, nah, you know what's dude. wild? I'd be curious to see when the last time there was like a World Cup group stage that didn't have a single team go perfect 3 0. Not a single team got nine World points. Cup. Oh, wow. That might never have happened. No, that's that happened. That is I'm sure, like, sure it happened. Sure it has, but like, <laughs> fun fact. I feel like every World Cup. 2010 World Cup, only one team left undefeated. Do you know which team it was? No. Do you know what team it was? The Dutch. Wait, oh, wait, wait, I know. Well, I heard no New one. Zealand. It was New Zealand. They tie, but they didn't get through because they tied every game. Yeah. Crazy three, three points, yeah. three matches. That's pretty cool. That's a pretty cool stat, if you ask me. Pretty cool fact. There Rough hanging. Uh, <laughs> no, I don't want to go. Can I close this episode? Yes. Yes. Well, um, yeah, that was the... Round of 16, uh, really briefly, somewhat. It's been like a. <laughs> yeah, I know. Alright, tough stuff. Um, but yeah, that was the round of 16. Mm-hmm. I think we're good. You know what? We're going to be perfect on the. I think that's going to be the exact quarterfinals. That's exactly what's going to happen. We're going to be 100%. We're going to have a bunch of shots. Yeah, because we did really good in the group stage. So that was just yeah, difficult, yeah. bro. No one. No, everyone's back is busted. Uh, if Fox Sports comes out and goes like, oh, somebody actually got a. Re-, no, you're lying. They're lying. They're lying. Not even, not even Eto got a ring. It's gonna be like, like, had the it's best gonna be like some random like Qatari guy. They're just trying to give him money, from, <laughs> like black market stuff. But yeah, um, alongside Michael Figueroa and and and, and, and Conor O'Brien and <laughs> yeah, right. uh, myself, Rafael dos Santos. But ultimately, alongside Chris, <laughs> Chris, who will edit this too long podcast, legend. and we thank him for that. Yeah, the man, the myth, the legend. This has been Chris Will. the round of sixteen. It has not been Chris Will. It's been the round of sixteen. Um, and uh, maybe next episode will be the quarterfinals. I don't even know how that works out. When I don't know. Play we'll, we'll figure it out. We will figure we'll, it we'll out, and we will catch you next time. Suey. Spam the tie board.